0: Good morning, everyone. This is Father Nate, missionary priest in Italy, and thanks for joining us today, December 13th, on No Greater Delight, our podcast on Marian feast and Marian meditations. Well, today brings us two particular celebrations. The first will take us to France, to Our Lady of the Holy Chapel in Paris. Now, St. King Louis IX, when he returned from the Holy Land, built the so-called Holy Chapel, Saint-Chapelle, in honor of Mary in Paris. It was in this chapel that he placed the relics of our lord's passion which he had brought with him from the Holy Land. This chapel only took seven years to build. It was finished in 1248, but you wouldn't know it because it's a very extravagant, as they say, flamboyant, gothic architecture, so very beautiful, right, also with many beautiful stained glass windows, most of which are original, They even survived the ravages of the French Revolution. Now, an interesting feature of this chapel is there is a statue of Mary at the door of the chapel, right? And so it's said that throughout history, the doctors, theologians, uh, authors would love to come there and venerate Mary and to prostrate themselves and their works before her. Uh, it's said also to that uh, Don, John Dun Scotus was there in Paris, and one day he knelt before that image. Uh, preparing himself to fight against those who were against the Immaculate Conception, right? And so, uh, he asked her to bend her head forward if she was pleased with his efforts. And the tradition holds that the image of Mary indeed inclined her head towards him, and from that very moment, the head of the statue has always been inclined forward, right? Um, Just as a note, the abbot Orsini, in his book, writes about this, this feast, this celebration, on April 25th it is what it is today also we'll we'll jump across the ocean or swim across the ocean whatever means you want to use to get over there to the united states in fact all the way over to san francisco and california because today december 13th is the anniversary of the laying of the cornerstone of saint mary of the assumption cathedral in san francisco Now, the original cathedral survived an earthquake and fire in 1906, however, it burned to the ground in 1962. The cause of the fire was arson. But immediately after it was burned, the archdiocese hired a top team of architects to design a new building, two blocks away on Cathedral Hill. Ground was broken on August of 1965, and the apostolic delegate Luigi Raimondi, blessed the cornerstone on December 13th, 67, Sorry, 1967. So today, 1967. The building was finally completed in 1970. Uh, Pope John Paul II, interesting fact, visited the cathedral during his extensive North American tour in 1987, the Marian Year. And on the occasion of his visit to that cathedral, he met with religious, this is part of what he told them. He said, In this Marian Year of Grace... May you find joy and strength in an ever greater devotion to Mary, the Virgin Mother of the Redeemer. As the model and protectress of all consecrated life, may she lead each one of you to perfect union with her Son, our Lord Jesus Christ, and to ever closer collaboration in his redemptive mission. And may the example of Mary's discipleship confirm you in all generosity and love. Well, today, as we continue our meditations from St. Ildefonsus of Toledo's uh, meditations, uh, today he talks about Mary as Star of the Sea, like a little star that he wants to put in her crown. Uh, Now, this is a very interesting devotion, right? Why do we call Mary Star of the Sea? Well, uh, one author says that devotion to Our Lady as Star of the Sea seems to have come from a misunderstanding of St. Jerome's Vulgate translation of Isaiah 40, verse 15, right, where his stilla, which meant a drop for the Hebrew mar, led to Mary's Hebrew name, Miriam, being taken to mean drop of the sea. But the problem is that stilla was then misread or, you know, whatever, miscopied as Stella and Mary became star of the sea and the patron saint of sailors, right? There's a very uh, old and beautiful Latin hymn from the ninth century, Ave Maris Stella, right, which is very beautiful. But let's uh, setting aside the fact that maybe, you know, the name arose from a miscapping, whatever. She really is the star of the sea. She's the star of the universe. She's the queen of the universe. So she is star of everything and queen of everything. So you want to call her star of the sea? I think that's very, very good. And so let's continue then with St. Idophonsus and see what he says. He says, um, "He says, you are in yourself, an entire and wondrous choir of the heavenly harmony. Filled with supernal wisdom, resplendent with holy radiance, brilliant in all be- virtue, perfect in beauty." And he says, "Therefore, I, although unworthy, am desirous of honoring such an illustrious lady. Hence, I place in the tenth position in your crown the star of the sea." This light faithfully directs the wandering sailor and all who strive to navigate across the perilous waves of the endless ocean of life. It encourages them and guides them and finally leads them to the harbor of safety they desire. You, O Mistress, are indeed this star. You, among the waves of temptation and the pain of affliction, always direct and guide us. You offer us much-needed aid and assistance in times of trial, and lead our souls to the harbor of God's salvation. Let all your devout servants and supplicants implore your protection and guidance, O true star of the sea. And so we can conclude then with St. Idophonsus' prayer. He says, O my soul, in times of peril, in times of uncertainty, look towards your guiding star. Call upon the name of Mary. Let it never recede from your heart let it never depart from your lips. For following her faithfully, you shall never stray. Calling upon her, you shall never despair. With her as protectress, you shall never fear. With her guiding you, you shall never grow weary. With her as your leader, you shall arrive safely at your heavenly homeland. O Mary, grant that this may happen through your glorious merits and holy intercession. By the grace of your most blessed and divine Son, with whom you live and reign forever and ever. Amen.